0: It's time to talk football, it's time to talk Don's North Sound 1, Red Review. Hello and welcome to another Red Review. I'm Alan Davidson as always joined by Dave Galloway and this week by Stephen White. Stephen welcome to the show.
1: Hello guys, how we doing? Good, good.
0: And you represented the the Red Army on the predictor this week.
1: I did indeed, I did indeed. Uh, Got some right, but not all right.
0: (laughs) So before we find out how you got on in that one, there was a game going on in Paisley yesterday, Dave, and another week, another disappointment and pressure building on the manager.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, anybody that says that... um, Derek McInnes isn't now under pressure, um, is deluding themselves. We'll come to the chanting a, l- a little bit later on, uh, which was loud and clear, by the way, but we'll, we'll come to that later. It was such a frustrating performance by the Dons. They had so much of the play. They had so many positive-looking players on the pitch, but they weren't playing very positively. The final ball wasn't there. It's going round in circles, isn't it? Um and when we spoke to Derek after the game, it was a familiar story.
3: Even as a home team, St. Mern, um condensed their own half of the pitch with plenty of bodies and make sure they get bodies in their way. So um but the onus was on us to break them down obviously and we came to get three points and we're disappointed we've only got one but you know, if we'd won defeat in five and it's another clean sheet. I thought defensively we were good middle of the part, I thought I said we were absolutely fine. We're just looking for a bit more slickness in the final bit, confidence to take shots on. Um, more responsibility to take shots on and take care of that final pass and maybe just be a wee bit more instinctive rather than overthinking we're playing the final bit and I think 11 corners again a day we should be doing better, it's the size of my team and the delivery of my game. so so um, there's clearly still loads we can improve on
0: yeah, well, I think Derek, although a bit of a broken record, summed it up there but that's because it's been the same problems week in, week out and they're they're getting worse um I think it was when I was watching yesterday Stephen, I think it was um speaking just before we came came to record. It was it wasn't that players wanted an extra touch. They wanted four or five and nobody wanted to take responsibility. It looks like a team with absolutely no confidence.
1: Yeah, and I mean uh, it's such a it's such a key thing in football that um the ability to, you know, play with confidence and, and it looks like we've kinda we're struggling in that area at the moment. Um, as you said, it seems predictable. And St Mirren, although they're a they're a stuffy side, um, you know, Aberdeen should be should be going there um, with that confidence, like you say, um, and you know, not necessarily rolling them over, but certainly pulling off a a convincing win. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah but
0: look, it, it, it comes to that. It's not moving the ball quickly enough. Y- you see. Celtic and Rangers and Celtic especially over the last few years when they go to places like St Mirren St Mirren do the exact same against them as they do against Aberdeen Mm. Um, why I'm not quite sure because we've got none of the threat that Celtic carry at the moment Um, but you see how Celtic break these teams down it's quick passing they move the ball from side to side quickly get the ball through the midfield and let their creative players work with Aberdeen yesterday, and it was, I hate to be jumping on the pick on Shea Logan, but it was Shea I noticed was especially bad for this yesterday, were four or five instances just in the second half where the ball came to him and there was either Ferguson or McGill showing for a first or second time ball quickly into midfield. By the time Logan took his first, second, third and fourth touches, that channel was closed. Then suddenly Shea Logan decided he was Paul Scholes and was going to play a 70-yard crossfield pass. Which went nowhere near a player in a red shirt.
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, that that first bit you're saying there is, you know, perhaps down to confidence as well. You know, instead of knocking it first time, um, just wanting that one, two, three, maybe fourth fourth touch, you know. Um, and against these kind of sides who are admittedly well organised, you you can't afford um you can't afford that.
0: No, and Dave like 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 Derek says there and I think that comes again to nobody willing to take on a shot. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no goals in three from open play. Yeah, no, I mean that that,
2: that that that's really poor. I know Derek likes his stats, and he was quite right in what he said. But um, it was eleven corners, thirteen shots, only three of them were on target. And I noticed Derek; he made the point after the Dumbarton game. Um, he said twenty-eight shots on goal, but how many of them were actually on target? Anyway, we deviate slightly yesterday as well. I can't recall Haladki making a serious save apart from I think it was in the second half Ojo let fly from distance and he uh, kind of got to that one at the second attempt but, it, but apart from that you but know there he, was
0: that and the, I think the Scott McKenna yeah. effort in the first half that was deflected over the bar yeah beyond that, that was there a, wasn't there wasn't much um and I think the mcKinnis I thought it was a strange one he came out and mentioned I think Ash Ash Taylor yes we've got that he was on about the height in my side, Ash Taylor has had so many chances in the last few games yeah. from, from from set pieces.
2: There, there was there was the header that he had yesterday, and he it almost kind of hit his shoulder. I think he didn't connect I mean, properly with it at all. I mean, unfortunately.
0: I mean, for a lad that's that tall, he loses a fair amount of headers in the air, in the balls in the air as well. Um, mm. Defensively, he wins most of his battles, but when you watch him kind of in the opposition penalty box, he he just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. Um, and and can
1: Yeah. And and again, you know, you can't really. You can't really have that, you know. Your centre half shouldn't. It should not just be a case of being able to defend well at the centre, at the uh, the set pieces and the corners. But you know, you want him to. He has to be a threat going forward as as well. Well, that's
0: and especially a player with his height. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think I, I thought it was strange that Derek picked out Niall's delivery because there were a fair few crosses hit the first man. Um, I think that in in general, Niall McGinn's delivery is fairly good. Over the last few games, I don't think he's, he's been anywhere near his best. Yeah. Um, so, t- so to pick that out as all well, we've got this, and this has been good. I don't think it is. It, it's it's frustrating that we
2: had so many attackers on the pitch, and there was so little good attacking play. Aberdeen started with Kennedy Cosgrove, and again ended the game with Kennedy Cosgrove, Hedges, and Anderson made no differ- made no made no difference at all. It, some something wrong. Something is wrong somewhere Something
0: is wrong somewhere Absolutely And I think I was saying Stephen, Stephen before we started recording as well It was McGinn It was McGinn was putting in What looked like a lot of good balls But there was no one Anywhere near on the end of it The ball went into a dangerous area But there was no one chasing it At what point Does that stop becoming a good ball No one's made that run all afternoon Stop putting that ball in There's no one there (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, it's almost like you're just you're putting the ball in to get past marks after a while, you know. Um, it's, and it's,
0: that, that's where the ball should go. Fine, but there's not yeah. a runner. <laughs> there's not been a runner all day. There's not been a runner for the last three weeks. Stop putting that ball
2: in. Right, well, it's it's up to the manager to make sure that the play, the player doesn't do that. And if the player continues to um, you know disobey instructions
0: or deviate from the match plan, then he gets hooked. Absolutely. Well, let's say, Dave, this is the first time we've been back together since Wednesday night, and it was very, very similar at St Mirren than it was on on Wednesday. Yeah, I think
2: of- I, I think um, I mean there is a word I could use to describe yesterday's uh, game, and yesterday's performance, but um, I don't think it would even be allowed on a podcast unless we used the bleep. But uh, turgid <laughs> would be something that would would spring to mind. It was just really poor. I felt for the Aberdeen fans, over nine hundred of them. You know They were they were short-changed And by no means
0: for the first time this season No, absolutely And I th- again, just quickly touching back to Wednesday Because we haven't been on since Derek McInnes, in his post-match interview on Wednesday Made comments about Maybe the squad wasn't quite up to it Which I find very, very strange It's you can almost understand Jack Ross or Daniel Stendhal making comments About the quality of the squad Yes Derek has, one, already said this season That he's happy with what he's got So he's gone back on that also he's been here 6 years. He is the uh, Scotland's second longest serving manager he's, after uh, Jim McKinley. He he's he's been here 6 years unless I'm mistaken. Craig Brown didn't hand out any 7-year contracts. All of these players that are there have been given a contract by Derek McInnes. If the squad isn't good enough, there's only one man to blame for the squad
1: not being good enough. Yeah, I mean at what point does it do you have to say it falls it? Derek's door, you know, when you're when you're bringing up these kind of stats, you know, absolutely, and
0: I think that's that's where it all comes back to. People are going, you can't just blame the manager. You've got to look at the players. Who signed the players?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, you know, debate on this is a is a hot topic. We've actually put it out on on Twitter. If you head to at North Sound News, you can vote on Derek McInnis's future. It's a simple yes or no. Just click uh, the right box, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. How the the poll ends up, wouldn't it? Um, because you know, I, I mean, some of the nobody's blameless, right? But I think some of the the vitriol directed at the manager on Twitter is is over the top. I can understand the fans' frustrations, but you know, hopefully the people on at North Sound News will uh, be a little bit more constructive of the, in in their criticism if
0: they wish to offer an opinion. Yeah, well, Dave, I think we spoke about it after the. Dumbarton game in in the red I had mentioned there there were signs of discontent, shall we say? Yes. Um, and I think the nine hundred that made their way down on a Sunday lunchtime made their feelings well known to the manager, didn't they?
2: Yeah, they 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 certainly did. Like you say, over nine hundred fans down there, and now this wasn't just one or two fans. It wasn't a few young lads or anything. It was loud and clear, and there was a fair number. wouldn't like to quantify, but there was a fair number of fans chanting Derek, Ge- Derek, Derek, GTF. Um, we asked Derek for his reaction to the fans' chants.
3: It's the way it is. You know, it's, um, I don't think it was a lot of them, but there's was enough to be heard. So disappointed I, of course, I am. It's, I think we're all human, and... Uh, bit gutted by it but I think it's um it is what it is, you know, is you don't sign up to be able manager to be popular, you know I mean you, you have to be, that's part of the parcel. If results don't come, then sometimes you know you have to take the criticism. it's the same at any bigger club so but you know I'm confident the players will keep working away. Hopefully we can keep making improvements in the second half of the season. But I think we've got a squad here that can still meet the demand um what's put on us and clearly the demand on us to finish third.
2: What one thing about just to come in off the back of that? One thing I noticed about Derek when he came into the press room at uh, Paisley yesterday is his his body language, his demeanour. He was very deflated. I've I've not I don't know if I've seen him like that for quite a long time, if at all. And he did he did look really uh, deflated. He's 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 clearly hurting and he's clearly
0: frustrated. Yeah, well, I think Stephen. I think in the past. Yeah. In the past, when we've had disappointing results, disappointing runs, poor performances, I think the feeling you get from Derek in the media afterwards is never that deflation that they speaking about. That I think we f- we heard in that clip there, it, it, you can see he's angry quite a lot of the time. You've seen him come into the press room quite clearly fuming, um, but I don't think we've seen that almost kind of apathy from him there. Mm. It was just it, it, he looks a bit like a broken man at this stage. I
2: mean, is he reaching the stage now where he's thinking, "Well, what else can I do? I've tried everything."
1: Yeah I mean the thing that struck me about Derek McInnes uh, for his first two or three years as Aberdeen manager was this spark that he had you know he was a he was a young vibrant manager um and you know these days as you're quite rightly saying guys you know he the demeanor when you listen to him as well as see him um seems to have slowly changed you know to someone that's um, you know, just sounding a little bit tired and um, just you know struggling to struggling to cope with what he's seeing, um, which is never a good sign. And we've seen it lots of times from different managers, you know, over the years. And um, you can see in that interview there, there's there's still the odd um, glimmer of fight in him. Um, you know, when he says like, "You know, I still believe we can turn this around," but. You know, the vast majority of that is just it's a little bit down mm-hmm. and you know, yes. de- depressed. Just yeah,
0: it's, it's 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 he's saying all the right things, but it's almost you're now questioning whether even he believes it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he's just going through the motions, yeah. um, yeah, which are not like the, the team on the park actually reflect mm. kind of the, the manager's mood at the moment.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it
0: just looks still. I mean, and somebody commented yesterday, I wasn't at the game, but um, we watched it on. The, the TV and doing his post match media duties. Somebody did mention he looks old. He looks like he's aged a lot in the last six months. Well, that's what the, that's what pressure can do. That, that's, 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 that's what I mean. It was just his his whole. It, we were watching it and it, and the sound was off, but you, you saw him and he did. He looked hmm. tired. He he looked like just like he needs a break.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you know, like uh I mean, when he first became. Uh, Aberdeen manager, you know, he was just maybe 41, 40, 41, something like that and he's now, you know, late 40s uh, but, you know, as well as that he's clearly under a lot of pressure too and, and he's just, he's lost, for me he's sort of lost that image of the bright young manager that he was at the at the start, yeah. you know And yeah. there
0: poss- possibly is a genuine reason for that, Dave in, the, in his time in charge we've pretty much been consistent in the early stages of Europe which means as much as we've spoken about players burning out, is it possible that the managers burn out? That yeah, he's, he's, it is it possible? He's, he's done six seasons yeah. having. I mean, managers don't get much of a break anyway in football, um, but especially when the, the players are coming back so early. Hmm. Derek's maybe getting ten days, a of fortnight off every every year. That's all he gets. Hmm. Is 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 that where this is coming from? I'm not looking. I'm before anyone accuses me of. It, I'm not looking for excuses um, for the guy, but I just yeah. wonder: is is that? Is there something in that that, yeah. that he's he's worked almost yeah. six years solid?
1: Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, I think we sometimes forget that. You know, we 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 think about the players and you know the players not getting a rest and you know there's because there's a lot of that going on in England at the moment as well. They're talking about players getting rests and stuff, but the managers don't get rests either. Um, you know, and he and he has got he has got us into Europe. Um, you know, on a frequent basis. So you know they. He probably probably hasn't had much of a break To be honest I think you're right And Dave this takes us back To something
0: we spoke about On Second Third show of the series Has he taken us As far as he can go (laughs) I mean it's a question
2: I have to be honest It it, it, it (laughs) does Come back up Doesn't it You know We have Discussed this On A number of occasions This is by no mean The first time we've Discussed it. Are um, you going answer it this time? The answer is going to be coming up, I think, in the next the next few games. Because Rangers away next weekend. I mean, it couldn't really get much harder than that. Um, in fact, I think it would probably have been better if it was Celtic away, if you had to choose. Because... This whole rangers Aberdeen thing. Rangers would love nothing better than to rub Aberdeen's noses in it. There's,
1: and and after that. Uh, oh, absolutely. And especially after that defeat they've suffered yep. uh, yesterday. You know, they're they're not totally. exactly going to be uh, going easy on us, I don't think.
2: Totally, but, you know, the, the, there's that. There's, um, I think it's St. Johnson to come as St. well Johnson, after that in, in the league. Midweek and then Kilmarnock at home. Then it's Kilmarnock the at home. And, and, the then and, and, then and then Hamilton away on the Tuesday night. All Tough, all very tough Um, and you know, right now in the cold light of day it's tough to see any grounds for optimism if I'm I'm being honest Um, I mean just just looking at the the Aberdeen records over this period of time this last period of time three wins in the last ten premiership matches needing an 86 minute penalty to beat League One Dumbarton in the Cup and the Red Army booed the team off the Petordi pitch after a very poor performance, indeed, in defeat to Motherwell. Then add to that another poor showing against St Mirren. You know, I'm, I'm an optimist by nature, I really am, guys, but it's hard to see where to get optimism at the moment. And like we said, the uh, Rangers are away next. They lost yesterday, as we've touched on, but that could also be used against the manager, couldn't it? Because if Rangers, especially if they get a big win at Ibrox over Aberdeen, then that'll be used as a stick to beat McInnes with a, an extra stick and everyone will be saying, ah, beaten by the side that recently lost to bottom of the league, um, Hearts. As for the game next weekend, I asked Derek if the last two results put even more importance on getting a result away to Rangers.
3: I think... Um... Getting back to winning ways is always always key, and try to get unbeaten runs and winning runs going again. So, hopefully, we can uh, get a positive result at ibrooks which is always a difficult venue. Um, um, but we've done it before when nobody really expected it. Um, hopefully, we can go there again next week and, and get a result that um, that will lift everybody. no doubt.
2: You again, again, he's he's talking about hopefully we can do this. Yeah. You know, he's not saying he's not saying. Let's go out there, let's go to Ibrox, let's show them the real Aberdeen, bang. Yeah. Yep. There's none of
1: that. And would the you know, would the old Derek McInnes have would you have got the same interview five, four or five years ago? No, before? it would have been it yeah. would have
2: been there's no reason why we can't go and beat them.
0: We know what it takes to beat Rangers at Ibrox. Let's go and do it again. Come on. Yeah. But it, is is the issue is the issue, Dave, that Derek McInnes still knows what it takes to beat Rangers at Ibrox mm. and knows that it's not sitting in that Aberdeen dressing room. <laughs> well <it's, laughs> Uh, to 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 put it to put it bluntly is that is that what it is he, he's he's not coming out and saying that we've got what it takes to beat rangers because he knows it's just not there at the moment
2: yeah, he can't come out and publicly we'll say that though can he he can't come out and say you know <laughs> i fear that we could get a real tanking next weekend you, you no. can't you can't come out and say that um i guess he doesn't want to blow expectation out of the water but i think maybe the fans might be happier if there was maybe a bit more fighting talk it was almost a a, a resigned demeanour that, that Derek McInnes had. And I don't mean in the, I, I don't mean resigned in that sense. The word like, I'm about to resign. I mean, his... A lot of listeners getting very
0: excited when you w- said What that, he man. was
2: saying was, you know, <laughs> it was like a resigned way of putting things, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. I think sometimes people prefer it if there's just this... Optimism, whether it's even whether it's just blind optimism. You, you don't know? have to go all Ali
2: McLeod and say, "Yeah, we're going to win the,
1: we're going to uh, win the Premier, so we're uh, going to win the treble, we're going to win uh,
2: the Europa League." You don't have to say that. But just no. maybe somewhere in the middle.
1: No, absolutely. Um But you remember Ali McClown, I mean, I, I mean, he was so over the top. But remember what it was like when they left for that World Cup. I mean the. The fans were, uh, you know, the fans were all all over it, you know, nope, so, in
2: top double decker bus round yeah, Hamden before yeah. we'd left for the World Cup.
0: I'm like, oh, Ali, Ali, really? <laughs> but no, just just finally, I've I don't know about you guys, but I've had enough of speaking about St Mirren because it's just yeah. getting me down. <laughs> but the one thing we do say is, and I think it was even Derek didn't mention this because I think we we took the point that it took a penalty to beat a League One side at home. We we'd a half claim for a penalty against Motherwell that mm-hmm. most people think folks should have. And then there was the, I think, fairly stonewall penalty. We should have had it somewhere. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it time
2: and time. again. I wasn't sure in real time, but time and time again, I've seen the video replays. Clearly Aberdeen should have had a penalty. Cosgrove was clearly manhandled to the ground by uh, McCarthy. But again, you can't hang your hat on that being the difference between a
0: draw and well, a win. But, I mean, McArthur- McCarthy's obviously seen that Finn Russell is out of the Six Nations.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's fancying a shout, is he?
1: Well, it did remind you more of a rugby tackle, I have to say, when I when I, uh, when I saw it. But like Dave's saying there, I mean, uh, you know, up the other end, St. Morin, what a chance they had. To, yeah, uh, the, they'll, they'll be looking back saying, well, we should have scored, you know. Um,
0: yeah, so. absolutely. Well, I think that just about wraps up the... Aberdeen game for now. Yeah, we're gonna I'm have now. a laugh with the predictions now. Now, now it's time to find <laughs> out how Stephen got on in our predictor. <laughs> see see if see if see if uh Galloway's still under pressure. Yes. yes. Talking about <laughs> we'll, start, pressure. We'll, we'll 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 start with St. Mirren Aberdeen, assuming no points all round. <laughs> uh nobody
2: would have predicted 0-0 Um I predicted two one Aberdeen. I thought it would be tight, but uh nae goals, no entertainment, no nothing.
0: Yeah, so not we often. will start Start properly on the predictor at Celtic Park. Champions at home to Ross County, Dave.
2: Yeah, I I thought Celtic would um, pump them for nothing. It was actually three nil. Um, so obviously Celtic were in cruise control. They got the job done uh, quietly and efficiently. Well, I had four, and Stephen, you had three. I
1: did, I did. So I was getting excited at this point. I was off to <laughs> off to a winning start. That's yeah. me
2: doomed then, because I was was I not joint bottom? You were. Oh well, sorry, dude. In the in the in the in the live play uh, predictor league, I'm now bottom. It'll be, it'll be
0: you you and Dell doing the job,
2: centre. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: right. I didn't say right. that either. Quick, quickly <laughs>
2: moving quick, on.
0: Quickly onto Hamilton <laughs> yeah. against Livingston.
2: Uh, Hamilton Livingston now. I will be gobsmacked if anybody predicted that Livingston would go to Hamilton and win. Four two. When when you saw the fixtures, which would be the least exciting of the weekend? I think most people would have said, Oh, Hamilton against Livingston. But Livingston won four two. Sounds like a cracking game. I actually went for Hamilton won Livingston nil. So eh, eh.
0: Point for you there on that one, Stephen. You had the Livy win?
1: Uh oh did I? Yes. Oh wow. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm further <laughs> adrift at the bottom now. Right. That's, well, that was a pleasant surprise. I, th- I thought it was a draw I had for that one. Galloway, Galloway, get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry, carry on.
0: Look, I think it, again, Levy, just keep churning out the results. Yeah. They do, they've got a very good manager
2: he gets the best out of the players he he keeps it simple doesn't he mm, he keeps mm. it simple he
1: plays the players to the plays to the strengths strength.
2: absolutely i know it sounds a bit uh, a bit
0: cliched but that's exactly what he does
1: young manager as well yeah yeah
0: livy, livy just 6 points behind the dons Dave oh like don't. That, is that is that a sign of how good a season livingston are having or how bad a season aberdeen are
2: having? uh i think it's 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 a mixture of both, of both. Living, yeah. livingston probably punching above their weight and aberdeen what's the opposite of punching above your weight punching below your weight. weight I don't know there is such an expression but Aberdeen are doing the opposite you, that, you,
1: that's you, not much by the way six points no. you know, and you're
0: going to end up with splinters in your backside Dave so it could be three points by the weekend yes it could mm-hmm. then when you get
2: off that fence it's not isn't it? it's not my place to call for managers to go he's, got, he's going to get it's it not my place to do that yeah. I'll give a balanced <laughs> and, and fair view so are you going to call for him then Eh? Are you going to call for it? Never. There you go. Right, move on. <laughs> I'm here
0: to ask the questions, not answer them, Dave. You know this. Oh,
2: it's like on Twitter when you get all these guys going, McInnes must go, and then somebody directly challenges them going, who would you bring in? Oh, it's not my place to say that. I,
0: I Yeah, I also, I also <laughs> thought, I saw, did, you see the, did you see the same tweet as me over the weekend? Oh, probably. So, somebody somebody tweeting. I can't remember who it was, or I would credit them. It was something about all these people saying, McInnes must go. And then the answer is oh it's not my cho- not my job to replace to choose who replaces him. And well it's not your job to choose who f- choose whether he stays or goes then either. <laughs> if it's not your responsibility to replace him, it's not your responsibility to sack him. Anyway, mm, uh, Okay. Mother motherwell Hibbs. Motherwell Hibbs. How do uh, we get on? Motherwell Hibbs, uh it was
2: one uh, one and no it was 0-0, wasn't it? Nil was 0 Um I actually put one one on my sheet here, but um no. It was wishful thinking, wasn't it? I put one one and it was nil nil. So uh, I get a point for that Don't I Point for that mm. one Oof No points for you there Stephen you No I thought
1: one. I thought Motherwell would uh, I thought Motherwell would win That match to be honest But uh, Obviously I, I, no. I think I'm narrowing the gap now I yeah. think
0: it, All in all I, I, Not a bad point for either side Hib's going really well Under Jack Ross As Again was, a good manager I, I, Again The, the only mm. thing for me I think I found surprising In that game Was the lack of goals mm. I think I, I Like you Dave I think I would mm-hmm. have gone Score draw But uh yeah not not sure, not sure I was expecting either side to, to shut each other out there St Johnston at home to Kilmarnock that that was the first of my uh
2: games and it, it wasn't it wasn't a stunning game but um, St Johnston uh, delivering a a 2-1 win um, I I got it wrong <laughs> I said uh, 1-0 uh, Kilmarnock but um yet, yet again Tommy Wright's team uh, conjure up a, a win and and you know they left it late it was a late goal but a good goal from uh, David Wotherspoon
0: yes and is that 7 on the bounce now for Kilmarnock free fall
2: yeah no absolutely they, you know they, I, I said at the beginning of the season I fancied Hamilton to go down well you know it's really tight down at the bottom there and Kilmarnock are displaying all the hallmarks for me that uh, Hibbs displayed under Terry Butcher when I think they were 5th at one stage and then, you know, they went on a bad run And everybody said, no, no, too good Too good to yes. to go down And then, oh, they've been relegated
0: Well, we'll get on to a wee post-winter break Catch-up on where we think everyone's going to finish Once we wrap up the last game of the weekend Hearts at home to Rangers Who saw that one no. coming?
2: No, didn't. I, we didn't. I, absolutely <laughs> stunning But hey, uh, kudos to um, Stendhal He has obviously managed to get the very best out of his uh, players. I was listening to it on the radio when I was driving back up the road from uh, Paisley. It sounded like a cracking game, actually. Um, Hearts doing ever so well to come back and uh, get a, a, a late, late winner. And you have to wonder what that will do for their season. Uh, they won 2-1. I went for Rangers to win comfortably
1: 2-0. I was saying uh... To uh, Alan, Dave as well on that one. Um, mm. I think uh, Naismith makes a big difference to Hearts when he's yes when he's fit and playing well.
2: It was a it was a good um, you know he scored a good goal. Yeah, he did indeed. It, yeah. it, it was a it was a good move to you know to make him captain. I, I feel for Christoph Berra, but you know um, Stendel's come in and he's he's made tough decisions. But uh, certainly for a new captain, um, yeah, well, sometimes like, tough decisions is what you one. One. Yes. what you need to yes. do. Yes, you know? no, absolutely, Boys. absolutely.
0: Boyce could be a heck of a signing for them as well
2: Absolutely um, I think what was that A couple of hundred thousand pounds he cost yeah. Plus a wage, a reported wage of six grand a week
0: But if he can keep delivering the goods It'll be money well spent well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean six grand a week Given what Rangers are paying players And that was the other thing I wanted to touch on this week oh. The news that Rangers have announced Jermaine Defoe is coming on a pre-contract for next season <laughs> Taking a reported 65% wage cut 65% wage cut to come to come to Ibrox for next season. Aye, but, you know...
1: Still won't be too bad, I would have.
0: He'll get a signing on fee, presumably. Well, 60, 60, 65, 65% w- wage cut from a rumoured £120,000 a week at Bournemouth. Yeah, because were Rangers not
2: paying r- apparently sixty-five a week or something like that?
0: R- no, Rangers are apparently paying... Just under half of his wages at the moment, so yeah. they're they're paying around sixty grand a week. So next season they'll be paying around fifty grand a week for a second choice striker. Re- reportedly, I, I, I know those aren't exact allegedly. figures, but th- th- those are allegedly the sums that he, he was apparently on one hundred and twenty at Bournemouth. Wow. so re- Rangers Rangers are paying north of fifty thousand pounds a week for a striker to sit on the bench in the Scottish Premier League. What iceberg? <laughs> right, just quickly, before we wrap that up So after this weekend's results Rangers doing what Rangers did last year Dave, at the top end of the table Celtic back in control Rangers back off the winter break And stuttering mm. Is this is this the, the, the end of the title race again? This is where it ended
2: last season? I, I don't think so Because Rangers have shown that they're the real deal That wasn't in any way... A mortal wound that they suffered at the hands of Hearts because they clearly are a good side and you know they deservedly went to Celtic Park not so long ago, remember, and, and and beat them. So no, I I don't think the challenge is over yet. There's going to be a few twists and turns. I think Celtic might just edge it, but I, I don't think they're going to run away with it. Celtic
0: still champions for you, Stephen?
1: Um, yeah, I think I think uh, it's funny because before yesterday, I would have said no i I fancied Rangers, um but I agree with Dave, I think uh, they'll still give them a run for their money, but the inconsistencies still seem to be creeping in there too many uh too many rare sort of defeats that Celtic don't seem to suffer you know i
0: I just think it's funny that it's almost a repeat of what happened last year Rangers won the the pre Christmas old farm game mm. Went away on the winter break, came back and immediately dropped points. Immediately lost ground. This year, it wasn't even they were in touch. They were ahead, with that game in hand. They were ahead, and then they've let it slip already. And that must be a real kick for Stephen Gerrard's side. Yeah,
1: but disappointing That's, as well. Yeah, uh,
0: it's a a real confidence blow to them, and yeah. that now puts the doubt in the Rangers players' heads. Character mm. test. Oh, we're not we're not going to do it again. And on the flip side, that. That loss for Rangers is as big as the win for Celtic for celtics players yeah. Cel- Celtics players are now sitting in that dressing room going they've done it again they've done it again they've mm. collapsed you, they can't handle the pressure you you've, you've seen it, and Rangers have still to prove to me that they can handle the big occasions as well as this celtic side,
1: yeah and as you said as well, and you know it's sometimes easier to chase than it is to be in front, which uh you know which might be. Um, might might be what they're suffering from as well.
0: Well, that was it. And it was Celtic. Celtic went and played on on Saturday. Celtic had the points in the bag. Celtic's job yeah. was done. And that was yeah. the thing with this game in hand that was always tripping me a little bit. It was like, they've got to win it first. Yeah. But Celtic had it done. Rangers went out there on Sunday knowing, knowing exactly what they needed to do. Yeah. Celtic had the points on the board. And they, and came, they, up short. And they came up short. Yeah. Yeah. And just before we finish up, at the other end of the table, Hearts win in that one means the bottom six are separated by just six points. Unbelievable. <sighs> so this has changed a few times for us this season, Dave. Who's going down? Bottom two. Who's who's in the playoff? Who's going straight down at this point in the season for you? Okay, I'm going to
2: stick with Hamilton to go down um, and Kilmarnock in the playoff.
1: Stephen? Yeah, I think uh, it'll still be St. Mirren. Uh, to go down, and I think Hamilton will, Hamilton will fall for it this time. Yeah, just well, I, fall for it. <laughs> I think I think
0: I've I think I've been Hamilton all season. Um, looks like my prediction earlier in the year of St Johnston is out the window. Um, I can I can I can see St Mirren being dragged into this one. St Mirren and Hamilton for me. Yeah, as your bottom two.
2: Only time will tell. A lot of things. Only time will tell. Yes, well... An interesting has... few weeks
0: ahead. Yes, and especially for... In, in, in all areas of the, the league and... Yes, yes.
1: And managerial... Especially yes. up
0: here. Yes. Um, but anyway, no, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. I oh, no worries. Guys uh, thoroughly back. enjoyed
1: it. Thank you. Dave,
0: we'll be back next Monday, post-Ibrox. Looking forward to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's hope I don't use the expression, lambs to the slaughter. Either. Yes. <laughs> Well, this has been the Red Review. We'll be back next month. North Zone 1, Red
1: Review.